happy International Cat Rescue Day. Happy National Banana Cream Pie Day. Happy National Egg McMuffin. Sorry. Well, I fucked that up. <laughs> I'll try it again. Happy International Rescue Cat Day. Happy National Banana Cream Pie Day. Happy National Egg McMuffin Day. And happy Ash Wednesday, Sean. Happy International Rescue Cat Day. Happy National Banana Cream Pie Day. Happy National Egg McMuffin Day. And happy Ash Wednesday, Mel. Oh, how good's that? <laughs> and finally, happy birthday to Dr. Zeus. Happy birthday, Dr. Seuss. Yeah. <laughs> so just before what a day. we... <laughs> what a day! So much happening. <laughs> even national, it's even national old stuff day. Oh. So I think it's like, roll up your, clean out closets and garages, rediscover old trigger, treasures, and declutter your life. Could you imagine mm. if it was rediscover old triggers? <laughs> Rediscover old triggers and go to a past traumas from like your old belongings. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. Um. Do you know? Do you know much about Ash Wednesday? I do. I know nothing about National. Okay. Ash Wednesday. So I don't know if any other Christian faiths um do it. I think they do, but I'm speaking from a Catholic's perspective. And being raised Catholic, I didn't realize um, there were any other religions until I was like, you know, twelve, because that's how they that's how they condition you to just ignore every other faith. But anyway, so Ash Wednesday, that is the day. So I think it's forty. Oh, it says here it's forty six days before Easter. I thought it was forty five, but anyway, so forty six days before Jesus was hung on the cross and died for our sins, he where did he go he walked through he arrived in jerusalem and he was on a donkey and what they did is they wanted to keep like to keep like his feet clean they laid down palm leaves i'm gonna start that again so what happened (laughs) so (laughs) so (laughs) i'm trying to remember from when i was like 12 so bear with me <laughs> so yeah. a while before jesus was actually hung on the cross he arrived in i believe it was jerusalem and the village laid down palm tree like palm tree leaves to keep his feet clean so what the ashes are you what what the tradition is you go to church you bring palm leaves from palm trees they burn them they make them into ash and then you have a cross put on your head like on your head made of ash like out of the ash on Ash Wednesday. And this is a day that you're not meant to be eat like red meat. So similar to like Good Friday, pretty much. Mm. That's what it is. It's like symbolizing him arriving into the city before he died for our sins. That's funny, yeah. I was I think like I grew up in I grew up in the Christian cultures, but it was like it was Pentecostal, which I don't know. Maybe they select the Pentecostals are very selective with those things. They like do some and then don't do others. Yeah. But yeah. They basically did none of the Lent stuff or the fish thing. Yeah. Oh, and that's what I need to add. It is the commencement of Lent today. Yeah. Yes. So sorry, I forgot to just add that in there. We don't just like put, you know, dirty ashes on your head. 
it's actually starting Lent. So then you give up something for the 46 days all the way up until the day that Jesus arose from the dead. A lot of people give up um, chocolate, which I'm like, for me, I'm just like, chocolate's great, but like, it's not that hard to give up chocolate. You should give up things, you know, that are like a real proper guilty pleasure and that you do all the time. Yeah. I mean, or you could just ignore it. (laughs) Well, I remember my mum, this was in like the 90s, was a mad coffee drinker. And everyone at church would be like, you need to give up coffee. And then she'd be like, I can't believe they told me to give up coffee as if I would ever do that. She hasn't had coffee <laughs> for like 12 years now. But um, yeah. I can't remember some of the stuff I used to give up. It was pretty lousy because I was a child. <laughs> oh, I used to give up hot dogs quite a bit, actually. I think I always used to say I was giving up chocolate or lollies or something like that. But Yeah, Magnum Egos because every weekend my nan would take me down to the shop and we would buy a Magnum Ego. So I would always, like, I would, like, Magnum Ego was one that I would, like, give up. Yeah, I never really took it seriously. I would always just say I'm giving something up. <laughs> I think and that's I- what would happen a lot of the time. Yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> it's one of these promises I don't think kids should be made to sort of because like they don't know the con they don't know why look it took me five minutes to sit there and try and remember what ash wednesday was <laughs> i don't remember if the anglicans did it no i don't think so we were pretty yeah. devout catholics so we did it every like every year we did it that's, that's probably why we never did it because like I, yeah i grew up in like a pentecostal church but the my school my high school was anglican so then See, I guess none of them did it either. Yeah, see, I went to a Catholic school the whole time. Well, I went to a Catholic school all the way up until senior, which is when I went to, like, the school of, like, you know, across the bridge. The creative stuff. So, yeah. And my nan was a um, catechist, which is um, someone that goes to, like, public schools and teaches um, scripture because she was, like, so it it wasn't, like, you know, I was doomed from the start. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'd always hear about it. I'd always hear about this stuff from like from like non-Christian or people that didn't really that weren't really Christians. But I think they just like would hear about Catholic traditions and would just do it as superstitions. <laughs> yeah, I think for a long time in Australia, anyway, um, Catholicism was the dominant. Um, that was the dominant faith. I think most recently, the most dominant faith is agnostic which is quite interesting. Mm. That's what they found that. I think they found that in either the most recent census or the one, I don't think it was the most recent one. I think it was the one before that. Yeah. I'd heard something yeah, about it. Not yet. Yeah. I heard recently that yeah, Christianity isn't the, um, isn't the don- dominant belief system in Australia anymore. Yeah. Interesting times. Interesting times. Um, speaking of interesting, we are on the third episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the bloody world. The world. Yes. Who runs the world? <laughs> these people in this show. <laughs> <laughs> these queens. Yeah. Well, let's yes. jump into it. So 
the queens walk into the workroom. Uh, Janie JK and Jimbo are strutting in, holding hands. Janie JK smashed the lip sync last week. Jimbo turned up for the lip sync <laughs> two weeks <laughs> in a row. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, had a little, gave us a little iconic moment when she didn't win. Oh, <laughs> 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 shit. It's, um, yeah. But anyway, so they, they strut in. Yeah. Um, there's a message from uh, Cheryl Hole. I was very sad that Cheryl Hole went so early. Me too. Do I agree? No. No, I don't. No, I don't. This always happens in All Stars, though. There's, like, a queen that goes a little bit too early and then there's one queen that sort of just carries on because they have a previous i don't know reputation or they kind of just like i don't know they just get missed for being elimination like eliminated you know what i mean it does tend to happen sort of like scar scarlet in last season well i mean all stars specifically yeah you had roxy she won the first week and then pretty much every other week bar one i think she was in the bottom. Then you had, um, oh, who else did you have? You had, God rest her soul, Chi-Chi Devane. She, that happened yeah. a couple of times. She was in the bottom and then kind of just got overlooked for being eliminated for a while. Then you had Latrice, which for fuck's sake, that was the worst experience. <laughs> and that was the worst season. That was the worst Oh, season. my God. I never... Yeah, that was the worst All-Star season. Yeah. <laughs> like, actually, number, number one, I just don't... I try to not think about it. But besides that's number one... That's not All-Star season. No. Um, <laughs> that's, that's just like a, a... I don't know. It's a trial run <laughs> of yeah. whatever it was. Failed to launch. <laughs> yeah, a failure to launch. Yeah. And then All-Stars 2 is season one. <laughs> yes, that's always... Pretty much. <laughs> See, All Stars 2 should be renamed All Stars 1 and then all the other ones should be, you know, knocked back a season number. Meanwhile, yeah, they should All just, Stars they should 1... Yeah, they should just call that little one, like, Pilot Duo. Like, All Stars yeah, Pilot All Stars duo, 1 should be called The Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> and it shouldn't have ever been aired Pilot. No. Or RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars Draft 1. <laughs> yeah, Draft 1. <laughs> blueprint one (laughs) (laughs) the deleted season (laughs) yeah (laughs) so (laughs) so the queens are on the couch now and they say to jimbo so you sucked in the lipstick but you still would have picked lipstick who did you pick and um she's playing up to the producers mate (laughs) she was this was very yeah this was silly because she easily could have justified why she picked the lipstick but she I, just went up she yeah. just went with this little like thing that she went with she put a target on her back the moment that she started playing that even though i i, I mean i think jimbo is a little bit like that though i think she loves to play games and, and stir the pot though yeah i get that too but i mean if you legitimately want to win the competition which i think she does she really really you know, put a target on her back. 
because then yeah. the moment that you're saying, oh, I want to, you know, you have a stupid excuse like, oh, well, you're a good singer and I wanted to be the one singing with RuPaul as opposed to saying, you know what, I let you were in the bottom, you know, you just didn't impress me this week. I think you had the worst garment. Then yeah. everyone's just like, you know what, she thinks I'm a threat, so she's always going to eliminate threats, right? Even though that's necessarily not the case. <laughs> Yeah, and she could have said, like, overall between the first episode and this episode, I thought that you weren't giving as much as Cheryl was giving. Like, Yeah. Because well, yeah. I, I, I think GGB was the worst. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, like, genuinely, I think that. And I would be okay to say, yeah, look, all jokes aside... I mean, maybe she, she said, look, all jokes aside, I do think that you were weaker. But the way that you know juju was like well you know it seems like you're the shady one of the season and whatever i don't think she she said that <laughs> although although yeah i I got, I got what she meant about the whole um doing the whole alliance setup the whole alliance thing it was like yeah okay jimbo did jimbo did that wasn't a smart move necessarily. But. Yeah, that was dumb. See that yeah. that to me, the way that she sort of communicated it, she was sort of like, "Well, it wasn't really an alliance." And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "Well, you know, call the solicitors. Like, like, Let's when she analyze this document." Yeah. When she talks to Bagger after this, and she says, "Well, you and I are a real alliance." Real alliance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, so you were being hokey pokey, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you I were mean, the you yeah. were the man behind the curtain posing as a wizard in this situation. In saying that, though, I feel like that's exactly what happens every other season, anyway. If they if they get the opportunity to actually have an alliance, they barely ever stick with it. Which well, alliances do. will only get you so far, because eventually, like say hypothetically you and the Alliance get all the way to say, you know, one or two weeks before the finale. And then you have the queen say, you know, RuPaul says, Oh, I don't know, Sean, you're in the top. Um, you're the winner and everyone is in the bottom. Yeah. But there's only like, you know, three Queens left. You kind of fucked. Like it's not, it's not going to work. Because you're eventually just going to run out of people that you can eliminate or think, like, you know. Yeah, and by that time, someone else might have saved you or whatever, and then it's like... Yeah, that's it. It's a numbers game. Do you pick another alliance? Like, what? Yeah. No, I don't I don't particularly yeah. think they're safe. I think everyone, like, you look... I think it, it isn't Survivor at the end of the day. So I yeah. think the alliance thing is silly. Yeah. I think the smartest way to play it, <laughs> just say it, um, play it like Trixie did. Just be nice to everybody. We're not like yeah. super, don't be like super, you know, like, um, you know, sucking up everyone's ass, but just be diplomatic and polite but like, to everybody. So you're always telling the truth, be always nice. So then no one really has a reason to, you know, fuck you over, but also don't like be smashing it every single week either until Bendela Krim eliminates herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just what you've got to do. <laughs> yeah. If Bendela, if I was like competing in any competition and Ben, like, even if it was a singing competition, 
or actually no, it was a singing competition, but also a um, personality competition. If Bendel Creme was there, I'd be like, oh, I've got this. <laughs> I just won't sing as good as her. And then she'll <laughs> eventually eliminate herself and then I'll win because everyone likes me. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm sounding a bit like bag of chips, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm a no, fucking no to you. Uh, <laughs> I'm a performer and um <laughs> I'm a performer and I'm so famous now and RuPaul just loves everything I do. I don't even have to try, so <laughs> <laughs> um now we have the reading challenge. Did you, yes. did you assume who was going to win this? I did straight up. Yeah, me too a bit. I mean, I kind of, yeah, she always wins these as well. Yeah. You know what's great about B? The thing is her reads and her jokes are actually very old school and they're very obvious. It's like, but that's, I think that's how you should do it. Like yeah. someone wraps themselves, like the best, you know, joke. I think Aussies are very good at this. Because I think that's kind of our culture in a way to kind of bag people out that we like in a joking, yeah. fun way. <laughs> <laughs> like it's you know that person has like you know the recipient of the of the read has already kind of put themselves in a position where you know they're already opening themselves to be ripped on, but she does it in a way that's not too like it's not actually hurtful at all. She's just kind of like, you know, it's just playful and fun and, but everything is sort of like a, um, like tongue in cheek compliment as well. It's a hard yeah. concept to explain, but yeah. Princess Diarrhea was pretty funny. Yeah. See? <laughs> but like, it's not offensive, you know? So you've got things like yeah. that where it's kind of like a play on something or it's, you know, something like, or it's kind of like a backhanded compliment. Like when she says to Pangina, she's like, you know, RuPaul wanted to invite the the most beautiful drag queen in Thailand. Was she not available? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I think a lot of the other queens, except for Pangina, they think about the reads too, too long. Mm. They don't have to be, and I'm finding this in the newest seasons. Mose was really, I don't know what happened with Mose ones. They weren't. They yeah. were just rude. <laughs> yeah, sort of like she just put on a voice, and then none of them worked. <laughs> the thing is, the, the the thing is when when you have this reading chat, like these reading challenges, or just you know comedy in particular, you can't be an outright asshole. You still need to be likable, like. You know, when, you know, Katya, for example, when she's like, you know, Roxy, I think about you all the time, especially when I'm at the bus stop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's those, are, those are some of the best ones too, actually, when they're like written as a compliment that then it's an insult. That's the thing. You can't just yeah. say, oh, I wish you were, you know, so, you know, uh, well, what did Mo say? She said something like, um, I didn't know who you were because you're not famous in America. And yeah. it's like, okay, so yeah, well, what's the joke? 
You can, and she kind of ripped on blue twice, but it, it still wasn't good either time. Nah. You don't have to overthink it. You just kind of have to go yeah. like, yeah, you just kind of have to make fun of the obvious. <laughs> you kind of have to over-exaggerate the, the over-obviousness, I guess. I don't know. Like I always rip on like anyone that's like um, older than me, even if it's like a year or so, I always make old jokes all the time. (laughs) 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 Like when Adrian's dad like tries to tell me a story from like, you know, he's like, oh, when I was a boy or whatever, I'd be like, what year was that? 19 dickety doc. And then he always laughs because it's like, you know, obviously it was a long time ago. 19 dickety doc isn't a real year, you know, always works. Mm. But yeah, GGB was totally going to win. Yeah. Also, how do I get this suit that Pangina was wearing? I want to wear it. <laughs> mm. This leopard thing. It was so fucking cool. I would wear the shit out of that and take me to dinner. I'd wear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love what what I love what Pangina and Mo Mo wear um out of drag this season. Oh yeah. They're like the best looking in the workroom right now. Yeah. Yeah, they're always on point. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I love that suit. That suit is nice. Yeah, it's so nice. Oh, fucking fashion icon. All right. So now Rue is talking about the main challenge. Main challenge is a Rusical. Yeah, pretty much, uh, sort of. They're not singing, so I don't think they call it a rusical as such. But what they're doing is they're given, like, rip-off, you know, uncopyrighted characters, I guess, of famous musical theatre stars slash characters, and they're trying to make a comeback after they've been, like, washed up from said career. And they have to yeah. lip sync it. Is that a good synopsis? Yeah, they're basically parodied versions of <laughs> of um famous, either famous like yeah famous musical theater characters slash real people. You know what, Lauren's going to read me because you sum that up in about five words, and it makes a lot more sense than what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a read. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't even think when I, I said made that much sense either anyway. No, no, no. Yours was perfect. They are parodies of musical theater characters and potential stars trying to make yeah. them come back in the industry. I think, all I think it has Liza, Liza, oh yeah, Liza, yeah, Liza and Meryl's character. I don't think, I don't I think Liza, I don't think that was her name. I think Meryl Streep was the only one that was, like, the non-copyrighted because Meryl... Eliza's was, like, Lala something. Yeah. Um, Do you think this is a situation, um, because I know when they they did this, um, like, in particular, season two of Drag Race, they kind of had, like, the the historical figures and they did sort... Like, they already divvied them up to the people. I've I've wondered about this, yeah. Like... 
Did, did, did they, they actually had... have a choice? Yeah. Well, I think they had a choice in this, but do you think they had characters that they were kind of like, oh, this queen will definitely, like, go for this one? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, yeah, it's odd that they actually let them choose this time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. episode, well, season three, they didn't, yeah, season three, they didn't do that either. Cause season three, they were just like, okay, Trixie, you're Dolly. Okay. Um, yeah. In, um, Stevie Nicks, Thorgy, Thor I forgot her name. Thorgy, you're Stevie Nicks, Shangela, you're Mariah Carey. Remember, remember. I'm pretty sure in the last All Stars, they did actually just choose for them, but they made it seem like they were choosing. Mm. <laughs> Some of these characters that they picked, I was like, yeah, I can definitely see this queen going for this character. Um, I was interested that GGB wanted to go for Liza. Yes. I, I really actually thought she would. Why. I actually thought she would have wanted to go for either Annie or, or yeah. the, the Annie parody or um or the hairspray parody i didn't see her at liza at all so i don't understand why she thought it would be strategic to take it yeah yeah it was an odd choice yeah like i thought blue as you know maria yeah, from blue. sound of music that made sense to me jimbo yeah, being that toto that totally made sense to me even um mo as frankenfurter i was like yeah totally so you know what i mean so i thought it was just very interesting that she thought she would kind of try and take a risk and go for something that just wasn't her yeah because when bagger was like i sing live as liza i was like yeah i can see that yeah and actually her like impersonation of her like in the confessional was actually really good it was just mm. yeah they just gave her like one second to do like a brief dancing yeah. moment, and they didn't like they didn't live for it. Yeah, well, Liza was quite what well, is rather. I guess it like, was Ju it was Juju's choice all along, anyway, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I ju I just thought it was very interesting that Juju wanted to do that. Me too. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, I didn't see, really see it for her. Mm mm. I think she would have done better in most of the other roles, even Meryl. Yeah. I actually don't get why, why not many of them wanted that role. Like Meryl is very easy to, to make, to make fun of in that role. Yeah. Well, she's not really a character. She's just kind of playing, you know, a queer, right? She's not really playing Meryl either. Like yeah. she's playing it's, a queer. It's like, Mamma Mia. It's Mamma Mia Meryl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you it's, seen Mamma pretty... Mia? I have zero interest. <laughs> I've yeah, I've seen it live and I've seen the um, the movie. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. I'm actually right. not very into ABBA. Controversial, I, really... I know. Although I love ABBA, is... but I love ABBA, but I don't really love hearing covers of it that much. I don't know, except for Cher. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I've never really been an ABBA fan. And I honestly think, because now I'm sort of, I'm, I'm actually okay. You know what's weird? I So I grew up with two parents that hated ABBA. So then I was like, I hate ABBA. 
and um <laughs> and then um Cher released the her ABBA album and I was like fuck I love Cher and I fucking love Cher singing ABBA and then I did a gig somewhere and they asked me to sing ABBA and I was like ABBA's a lot of fun to sing so now I'm okay with ABBA <laughs> they're really they're fun to watch live they're very um okay it would have been amazing to see them in concert back in the back in the day back in the day they would have been I love, yeah i think i love their um their live versions of like does your mother know and um oh, like yeah. rock me i think yeah. i really love the ones i love the ones that the um the guy the guys lead a lot <laughs> i think well, the because guy, I, I don't know, what's his name benny is it benny that sings i don't remember i can't i don't know their names like i don't know a lot about abba at all i know the songs but that's about it but anyway back to the episode <laughs> So now they're trying to do the, so they've got a choreographer in and they're trying to do the choreo. We have a couple of um, struggle bus situations here. GGB just kind of (laughs) shuffling. Bagger is struggling. Bagger's just hating her life. Yeah, Bagger hates everything. Uh, you know what? I'm going to... I might hate be good... everyone else for not giving me the role I want. I hate you. Oh, I hate the role. Man. I'm tired. Well, yeah, <laughs> I did... Sorry, I did skip ahead. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> but, um, you know, Abba... Um, not Abba, Jesus Christ. We're talking about Abba for too long. Anyway, how is it that something I don't really know a lot about, I can still talk about it for fucking five hours? We're talkers. That's what we do. um yeah look i will say this bagger is coming across as look i'm coming from a place of when i watched season one of drag race my oh no i'm season one of uk it's like i fucking love bagger bagger is hysterical she's so great whatever um she's a bit of a turd this season and i'm finding it very difficult to find her likable yeah, especially this episode and the last episode. Like, yeah. She's, yeah, she's being annoying. She's just a brat. But I want this and I want that and I don't want you to have it and I'm so angry and blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, dude, not everything is going to go your way. Sometimes you just kind of have to take it up the ass. That's just life. Sorry, Jones. Yeah. So it happens when you're working in a team. I'm going to say with her too, honestly, she could work any of those roles as well. Yeah, I know. But when they said, oh, well, I'll do the hairspray one. I'm like, you would still be good at that anyway. Yeah. Because she loves that like 60s era stuff. And that's why she would love Liza because Liza was massive in the 60s. So I'm just like, mate, you've been throwing a bone. I also think she could have done Meryl if she wanted to as well. She would have been hilarious like that. Yeah, no matter who she would have done, she would have been really funny. Yeah. Even I think Frankenfurter just... would have been hysterical. I think she was just being a sore loser because she didn't get the role she wanted as Liza. For sure. Yeah. She was just being a total brat. Yeah. Um, yeah, going back to the choreography, she's struggling. A lot of people are, are struggling quite a bit. Um, there's a bit of controversy because Jimbo says that she's got a neck injury. And Pangina straight up is like, no, nah, that didn't happen. 
<laughs> I love how Pangina in the confessional, she's just like, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, she, I think she called it like a, a mystery or like a an out of nowhere neck injury. That mm. <laughs> I think Pangina is the narrator of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Her and Jim, uh, her and Jimbo are like co-pilots of the narrate on the narrated narration train. They are. Yeah. And, oh, actually, uh, Mo too. Yeah, yeah. We've got some good narrators this season. Mo, yeah, Mo's always a great narrator as well. Yeah. And Jude, actually, yeah, they're all, they're all kind of narrators of the se- their seasons. Actually, come to think of it. Mm. Um. Yeah, yeah. Going. Nick's um Jimbo's neck injury I don't think anyone believes it's legit yeah I mean it didn't even really sound that genuine from Jimbo <laughs> no I feel for her if it was if she was actually genuine because I yeah. know as someone that has um you know spine alignment issues and every other fucking issue with my back in my neck, I know at times I'll just kind of be trooping through it, <laughs> just being like, yeah. this I'm, is I'm not true, but I've got no choice. I'm prone to neck problems here and there as well, actually. Yeah, they do they just, they just do kind of just pop up out of nowhere. Do you go to the Cairo? I do. I love my Cairo. <laughs> no, I don't really do that much anymore, but I, um, I think I had to see a physio for a while, but nowadays it's kind of all right. I think oh, okay. I have strength. I have stretches I can do if it gets yeah. Um, yeah. I go to the Cairo every um every month just for like a readjustment and I'm a lot better and I do my exercises. Um but currently I've had to go every fortnight just because it's not good right now. But that's okay. <laughs> I mean nowadays I just keep really good posture and um don't oh yeah, just I'm just careful when I work out now. <laughs> Yeah, I think for me, because I sit at a desk for long periods, I've actually started setting reminders on Alexa for me to get up and go for a walk every, like, 45 minutes just to do my stretches. Because otherwise, yeah, because otherwise I will sit here all day. Like, I'll actually, even if I need to go to the toilet, I'll actually hold it because I'm working. Sounds crazy, but that's just what I do. When when I was um yeah when I was studying actually it was so it was so hard to keep especially when you get into like an essay or whatever like well finally yeah when you finally get really into it and like or you'd be like stressing out with it and like doing it last minute like it's almost impossible to actually watch your posture like because you'll just be like yeah totally in the so, zone with it yeah so you and I are sympathizing with Jimbo and then we're in the workroom. And then she says, oh, I was tempted to say that I was still in pain, even though I wasn't, to throw you guys off. And I'm like, I don't think you were ever in pain. (laughs) (laughs) These bitches had every right to fucking call you out on it. You mole. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? Stop making, stop fucking highlighting this target on your back. It's World War II and she's the one house that's got the fucking lights on. And a siren to show everyone where she is. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know. swim in the water when you're in your period. She fucking... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, what are you doing? 
it's hysterical but I was I was genuinely just getting so cranky because I'm like mate you were making this like <laughs> like you have to pretty much know that you're gonna win every fucking challenge like Bender Creme or you know lots of Alaska moments because <laughs> yeah I don't know maybe she just I don't know I think she is just very playful as well. And I think she probably just went into a very strange zone with that. Yeah, I know. But she's already pissed people off. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, apparently there's a, like, yeah, apparently there's a, a fight between her and Mo that they just didn't air. I don't know when I that, that was. that was around about was... the time. It could have been this episode or episodes before. But, yeah, apparently they had, a, they had like, a massive blowout, but they just never aired it. Yeah, well, because Mo made a comment, she goes, oh, so, and it was a bit awkward, so I thought that's when it was going to be, and I reckon it would have been, but, you know, they probably would have cut it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, we got to mention Mo finally, well, Mo finally changed her name this episode. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Mo said, oh, so I'm actually changing my name to Mo. It's fine. Yeah. I think yeah, it's going to take a reasoning. lot of practice to, you know, not call her many cart, but, you know. Not really. Mo is such an easy name. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I actually really actually like it. I think I've grown to it because so we have to be like, Mo. Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo. <laughs> um, <being> Yo, Mo. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I liked her reasoning though. Actually, I was like, yeah, okay, I get that. Like, the more gender diverse um, drag style. Yeah, well, she's been doing like, that for a while. Like when she was on her season of Drag Race, she was doing male characters and stuff. So, totally yeah. makes sense. Like, why limit yourself unless you really yeah, want? Exactly. Oh my god, this rain is crazy. Are you getting this like downpour? I don't know. I can't hear it from in my room. Oh. Maybe. It's for our international listeners. So um, just over two years ago, the whole country was on fire and then it flooded. And then a week before my wedding, it flooded again. And I lost a heap of people that were meant to help me at my wedding. And now the floods are back. <laughs> it's been raining every fucking day for two weeks. Yes. And the country has learned absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> floods. And um, we probably don't have any resources for if we have fires again as well. But they just yeah. report it like, yeah, just so you guys know, the floods are coming. Probably going to be really bad. <laughs> You're welcome. Stop getting in your cars. There's been so many people that have died because they've been trying to drive through it, <laughs> which is very tragic and upsetting, obviously. Um, it just kind of shows how it bad is. it is. Actually, a friend, you know, you might know her, my friend, um, Jackie Dwyer. Hey, Jackie. She's um studying in Brisbane. She had COVID and... um. She also had to evacuate while she was in quarantine because the floods, oh, they're really shit. bad. Yeah, they're really, really bad. She's fine. I checked in on her. And I'm okay to say it on the podcast because she blasted it all over her social media. So, Jackie, don't get pissed at me if it gets included in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're not editing this out. So. Um, very talented individual, by the way. Great singer, actor. Um, I was in a production of Tommy with her. She's great. Mm. There you go. See, you know, 
cover it with a compliment. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll use the word bad. Yeah. I honestly agreed with the bot. I honestly just agreed with the bottom two. <laughs> um, Juju and Jimbo. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel comfortable saying Jimbo should have been in the bottom as such, but I, like I understand it because no one else was like overly terrible or anything. I just think like Juju just wasn't that character at all. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, I guess you could have argued by their logic that Mo could have been in the bottom because she like stacked her split, but um. Yeah. Overall, I, I mean, it actually didn't phase me when I was first watching it. I was going, I didn't either. It didn't phase me yeah. either. But you're picking hairs when you know everyone else is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, um, this could be controversial. Janie, yeah, I think Pangina was, Pangina was definitely the best. I think. Oh fuck yeah! She was smashed it. She was the best by far. Um, Janie GK was great as well, but I, I think Blue should have been in the top. Yeah. I actually was thinking that too. Like, because she had, like, the mannerisms down. Like, even, like, the hands and stuff when she was skipping across the stage. Um, even though it was absolutely, like, ridiculous and grotesque. I don't know. That was just me. Maybe I just enjoyed her performance more than... Like Janie, I'm not saying you know it was bad or anything. Honestly, I didn't. I mean, I understood why Janie won won only because um she did look like Meryl, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, she looked like her. Even though I don't, I don't understand why she was like no one wanted to do the role because it's so hard. I was kind of seeing it being like this seems easy, but <laughs> yeah, I would have thought so too. But I guess you just put your hands in your overalls. <laughs> yeah, but I and guess at the same. I guess at the same time, how many times do you have, um, you know, people pick roles that are easier and then they say, oh, you could have been a bit more daring. You could have pushed yeah. it further. And I think she did put, she did put an energy into it that maybe, maybe the others wouldn't have. So I don't know. Can't. Yeah. Yeah. They had that, they had that critique with, um, with Mo about Frankenfurter and they were like, oh, you could have pushed it further. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know what else she could have done. I was thinking that too. It was like, I think it's just that critique they love to give. Yeah. <laughs> Especially well, Michelle. She loves to say that. I just wanted more. <laughs> yeah. Look, in my mind, the only Frankenfurter for me is Tim Curry. Mm. But anyone else that can do like, you know, the big lip, like the pursed lips, and the androgynous, just like, you know, hair flips and whatever is pretty good. But no one's going to be Tim Curry in my mind. So I don't know if that's where they were, can't, like, I don't know what else she could have done. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I'm looking at the replay now on mute. Janie GK was really good. But um, yeah, I mean, inter- it's, it's interesting that no one else really cared for that role at all. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess when people think of Meryl, they don't think of like. Yeah. They don't. Yeah, they probably 
probably just didn't. They probably just thought of like the the actual Meryl Streep and not Meryl's character. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, because yeah, um, it's hard to rip on, it's hard to rip on the actual Meryl unless you're doing like an impersonation of her winning an Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Agree, yeah. But um, yeah, her character—you can make fun of that character. Mm. I'm rewatching Jimbo's now, and I feel for her because you had a choreographer, and they didn't really. I actually think that's the hardest. Arguably, it's it's either one of the easiest or the hardest roles, because that's not a real character. Yeah, <laughs> the dog. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, she did totally. the chore- She did the choreography that she was given, but I think that's part of the. I actually think that's part of the problem. Like, and she address. She says it in the like. I agree, but also disagree with what she's saying. With what she says in the workroom, where she's like, "Look." They were saying, obviously I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but like, I just think she was given choreography that wasn't very dog-like except for her wagging her tail. Yeah. Like she walks out with the basket in front of her face. I don't know. Should they have just made her put it in her mouth? Maybe should they have had like, even if they had her, no one can see me do this. But even if she had her, like, wrists limp in front of, like, you know, just below her chin and had the basket over the top and she ran down with her tongue out, that would have been better than her skipping with, like, the basket behind her face. Like, none of that was red dog to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's really, it's hard. It's hard because I think, like... You don't know whether they're going to read you for not doing the choreography well enough or if they're going to read you for sticking it to it too much and not giving it enough extra character. So Yeah, that's what I yeah. reckon. It was that's just right, really... That's such a hard role. Yeah, it just... It is, and you're not even impersonating anyone. Like, it's, yeah, it's a dog. <laughs> Yeah, because it, it was interesting when she had her highlight, right? That was all very human. It was almost like she was going to a dress up, dress up party, dressed as a dog, dressing up as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. But then yeah. when you go to that last scene where you had, um, you know, them all on the chair waiting for the results and then they end up canning the show. I don't know if that was all improv because she was a dog then on the chair. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I think the choreograph, the choreographer let her down. I didn't. I thought so too a bit. Yeah. Or it should have been more like. Yeah, I think the choreography for her should have been more loose. Yeah. Well, none of it was dog. Sometimes, sometimes they do. Yeah. I think they they should have like given her more, or given her more input into what she does. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. We've got the runways now. We won't go and do all of them. Just what was your favourite? What was your not favourite? Not um, That was not good English at all, by the way. Yeah. Well, standouts. I don't know. Yeah. Love yeah. Jimbo's. Um, Juju Terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, Pangina Amazing. I... Blue amazing. Yeah. Um, 
Jim, I think Jimbo in Panginas was the best by far. What yeah. the fuck GGB was doing, I don't know. That was, yeah, it's like she sort of outdid herself with how terrible her runway looks have been this season. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think it was one of the worst <laughs> things she's ever done. Like, yeah. I don't know. Did she go to a designer and was like, just give me a balloon with spots on it? Like, I don't know how you could put that on and be like, oh, this is the one. It like, was- there are already there are already memes out there with the, the image of this look, like, on a, a costume bag. Yeah. Like, like a, a buy it at a store costume bag, like a $2, a $2 costume shop. It's not good. It wasn't good. Like, and dots, you can do lots with it. Like, you could wear, like, a gown with, because it's a pretty classic print. I've got, like, two dresses with polka dots on them. So, yeah. I don't know. She could have even worn, like, something with, like, I don't know. She could have worn like a plain dress and then pulled stickers off the brink. I don't, I don't know. It was just anything would have been better than that. Yeah. Also, I've seen her in those shoes before too. Mm. Unless it's something very basic, like what Janie GK wore, where it's like, you know, a black heel that you can just wear over and over and over again. And not many people will notice. Um, yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. And I enjoyed Blues. Blues was interesting. Yeah. I thought it was quite interesting. Moe's was very fun because I love animation. So I was like, oh, it's Sully from Monsters, Inc. That was fun. Yeah, that was cool as well. Yeah. Um, Janie GK needed to cut the sleeves off. Mm. You've got a short skirt on. You don't have, like, sleeves that are, like, double the length. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I didn't really like Janie's that much. Sleeves were just not necessary. Yeah. yeah. I actually think that was the second worst. I actually think that was the second worst look for that reason, just purely because I'm like, that could have been. The, yeah, you didn't need the sleeves. It's like the length of them as well. They're like an awkward, yeah, they're an awkward length. Yeah, but that, I mean, I'm not saying, look, with fashion, do what you want. But I was always of the you know, of the awareness that you don't have, because I love big sleeves, but, yeah, they shouldn't yeah. be longer than the actual dress because it looks weird. Yeah. There's no balance. Either that or, like, they needed to, like, they needed to be even longer. Like, I don't know, more or less. Well, like, I, I don't know. They're almost I, like I a, think... they're at a really awkward cutoff length. Yeah, I think fashion, I think the thing, like the way that I kind of look at fashion, it still has to have balance. Like even if you have something like, you know, off the shoulder on one side, you should try and have like, you know, accessories on the other side. So like, you know, if you've got an off the shoulder thing and then you have any like, um, like bangles or jewelry or whatever other thing on the other hand, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. It's just all about balance and it just didn't look balance it was just too much because she had this peplum thing and then she had the long sleeves too yeah i don't know it was just a bit i'm not that big on the headpiece either yeah i felt like she couldn't really do it it kind of comes down to that whole thing you know before you leave the house take one thing off (laughs) and since i think it was the sleeves 
I, I just thought it was a, a yeah, I, I just think it was um a fashion silly, silly no-no. <laughs> she should know better. But then again, we saw her in the first week and, you know, it wasn't good. So <laughs> maybe she doesn't know fashion. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you agree with with the critiques? Pretty much. Yeah. The majority of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with yeah, I agree with Juju's for sure. I wasn't good. Yeah, she wasn't great. I just wasn't good. Um, no, I think I feel like they should have been even harsher with her on her runway look. <laughs> maybe they especially, were. Especially. They yeah, I mean Michelle probably ripped into her even more than what she what she did. <laughs> The beautiful Jonathan Bailey giving I think he like he basically ripped into it but then tried to say tried to tried to like be nice at the same time. <laughs> Try to be diplomatic but in the process just be like you know a real dick about it. <laughs> I just, just beautiful. I want him to give me a bad critique. No you don't <laughs> like, I'll be your candor yeah. and amp. <laughs> That is the weirdest kink. Give me bad feedback. <laughs> tell me. Tell me I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> tell me I'm terrible again. Not not I want him to say I'm a bad boy or anything. Just like give me really poor feedback. <laughs> <laughs> um Tell me I have no talent. <laughs> uh, tell me I'm talentless. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think they, they were kind of saying to her, saying to Juju this, you know, we, we think we, you know, we want to see better, better from you because we've seen all of this before. Yeah. I think that's where they were coming from. And I agree. Um, because we've seen her how many times? 38 times now. Yeah. It's her like 40. 49th annual visit to Drag Race. Look, I saw her final runway in All-Stars Season 5. Um, no runway is ever going to be good enough. <laughs> yeah, most of her looks in that season were really good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Like this time she's just sort of like, eh, I'll just bring whatever I bring. A lot of, yeah, a lot of these ones were very pedestrian. And I think sometimes this can happen when you've got a reputation where you kind of go, oh, well, I can get through, you know, on my charm or whatever. And I'm just like, you can't keep relying on that. You can't always bank that you're going to be able to get through because of, I, I think what happens, people just take it for granted. You know, like we saw yeah. it, we, we saw it with Alaska in season two, where she was like, oh, you know, with the maker of a challenge, it was that sort of thing where she's like, oh, well, this will do. Or, you know, Manila, the same thing. Oh, this will do. Um, Some other famous drag queen, Latrice in All Stars 4, the worst. She was literally like, I'm Latrice Royale. You can't do this to me. <laughs> I'm just like, mm. Yeah. Uh -uh. But 
podcasters can't see me, but I'm just shaking my head. <laughs> anyway, um, they they give feedback to Mo about her split, which I, I kind of think is unfair because they're like, you know, if you make a mistake, you shouldn't really be showing us that you made a mistake. And look, I get, I say to my students all the time, look, if you stuff up a note, because I used to do it all the time, I did it on fucking television. I showed people that I made a mistake. Um, but a lot of the time people don't realize you've made a mistake. If like, you know, you've sung a bung note or you've said the wrong line or whatever, you can, you can cover it up. But if you fall over, it, that that's kind of your body language is to naturally go, fuck, I don't want to hurt myself. So I, I do kind of think it's unfair when they were just like, oh, when you stack the slip, we, we, you know, when you stack the split, we noticed that you did. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've broken my arm twice. So whenever I fall over, I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> um, but also on that note, I, I, I slightly disagree with your boyfriend's critique to Pangina when she's like, um, you were supporting your, um, you were using your bung knee as your support. As someone that has two bung knees, bitch, I got no choice. So. <laughs> like I'm on the road for a double knee replacement. So <laughs> some days I just kind of have to pick which knee is, is better than the other one. <laughs> I thought that was funny that she that she used the wrong leg. Yeah, but I didn't think about it. It's just like, yeah, I, don't oh, know. Yeah. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known that if he hadn't pointed that out. No. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I thought that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that that just made me go like that. If anything, makes her performance even better. <laughs> yeah, great. So yeah. they announce um, that Janie GK and Pangina are the top two. Do you agree? Yeah, definitely agree with Pangina. Do you agree with the bottoms? Yeah, unfortunately. Like, Juju 100% agree. Jimbo was like, yeah, I can see why. That was a technicality, I think. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was like, oh. Yeah, because I, I don't actually think it was her fault because the, the choreography was very lackluster. Yeah. I actually thought her her role was probably one of the worst roles. Uh, it could have been really good or it could have been really misinterpreted and I think it was misinterpreted. Yeah. I just think, look, and Jimbo says this in the confessional where she was like, look, they're saying to me that I should have forgotten the choreo, but, like, there's only so much I can do. I, I I understand if someone's telling you to do something very specific and you just want to do the thing that's very specific, but then someone says, oh, you should have chucked it out. Like, I can see two sides to it, yeah. you know? Like, because well, what? If she went and changed all the choreography, they would have said that's not the choreography. That's not the choreo. Like, yeah, exactly. One, one or two ways. Yeah, they could have just read her for that. Mm. Also, Pangina's a fucking saint because Jujubee silently starts crying. She rushes over to 
console GGB, but then also, you know, school's bagger on how to be an adult <laughs> at the same time. She is the mother Teresa of drag race. She is. I love Pangina. Or truly, like, you know, they talk about the mother figures. She's like the mother of the group. She's like, look, I'm going to nurture this child, but also I'm going to tell you that you, sir, are being a brat. Yeah. This is a fun moment. It was, not, it was good that, um... Yeah. And then she goes back and consoles that... Bagger and then goes back to Juju. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pangina's teaching me how to be a mother. Mm. Juggling <laughs> Just juggling priorities But I mean I think it had to be said Because the thing is It fucking rubs off on other people When you're just being a total turd And there's other people that are trying to have You know Their own moment to like Sob things out And then your just sulky attitude Is just you know Fucking it up for everyone I think they all did a good job of um Of like giving her the tough love mm. even though i didn't i didn't really feel like baggers um acceptance there was really that genuine i think she no well she makes a comment where she's like oh i'm just being attacked now and they're like no we're not attacking you which they weren't like it's not like look attacking the way i interpret someone being attacked is someone's trying to voice an opinion and then people are just going no, that's not right. No, that's not what happened. No, no, no. And they're just like, you know, stamping their opinions out and stamping whatever it is that they want to say out. But yeah. actually saying to someone, look, we find this problematic and this is why. That's not attacking somebody. That's just expressing their point of view. Yeah. Like they're all just trying to trying to tell her how she's coming across basically yeah like an attack is you know you're sitting there trying to you know just make your way and then someone's you know just constantly going at you it's she's not being submissive at all hence she's not being attacked because she's constantly just spouting her you know her toxic her toxic energy everywhere they're just telling her and I mean, yeah, in this, yeah, in this moment, she, well, yeah, she did say like, yeah, I'm coming across as a brat or whatever. I mean, I, I honestly, I honestly just think in this moment, she, her head, she probably went, I'm going to look like an idiot on TV. Actually, okay, I'm going to calm down. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, probably. I don't, know, I don't think she really changed her view that much. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> She's probably like, oh, I just. Uh... I'm going to get the villain edit. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go. Mm. Yeah. The bag is always boasting with confidence or she's, you know, just, you know, trudging through shit. There's no like real medium with her is what I'm, but that, that did sort of happen in season one as well. When she thought she was going to be in the bottom one week and she's like, I'll just send me homes. I haven't learned the words or whatever. And she's like, dude, you don't have to be like that. Maybe that's just her natural reaction. Yeah, and actually, in some things with her, do you just like get lost in translation a bit? I think. Yeah, I was actually talking to Lauren oh. about this today, and she's like, That's "I think." An old way to say it, but. Yeah, Lauren was like, "I think her dry sense of humor isn't translating well across TV a lot, like you know, on TV." 
yeah, I get that. Like even, just, even, like, even just to, like, her relationship with her mom, like, came across, like, it really bad, like, the first time. But then when she actually explained it in the next episode, it was like, okay, oh, we get it. Sense. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, you know, you can have people that are really dry, but, you know, if they don't do the LO, what, I, I've been told that I'm very dry or can be really dry. But I think the way that I've learned to, because I know for a long time, people didn't quite understand where I was coming from. But over time, I kind of learned to do the, you know, the wink, wink, nudge, nudge at the end of those comments. So then people can, they know that I'm not being sincere when I'm saying, you know, whatever. And that, but, you know, that's just something I learned growing up that you're like, you know, (laughs) if you, if you want someone to actually, you know, engage with you, then that's what you need to do to sort of, make people know that you are, you know, joking or whatever. But if you, so I empathize with her in that way, but, you know, I learned that in my early twenties. (laughs) 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 Or mid twenties. So, you know, I think she's older than us. She should have learned that by now. (laughs) Mm. We're in the one-on-one chats now. Who do you think who do you think the queens are swaying to send home? I was very, I feel like when I was first watching, I was very hopeful that um, both of them would want to send Juju, but. I had concerns that, um, look, Janie Jacquet was very good where she was like, look, you can't say, you know, like, because Jimbo was sort of trying to play the Alliance card and, all this, you know, saying, oh, but you said this. And then um, Joni Jakata really stood up for sure. Well, no, that's not what happened. Um, I need to be able to trust who I'm sending home is the right decision. Blah, 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 blah. Like just yeah. very diplomatic and, you know, just no bullshit, which I appreciated. I don't think Pangina was delivering bullshit either. I think Pangina truly was in a bit of a bind as to who to send home. I think Pangina was leaning more towards um, more towards Jimbo. That was the vibe that I got because I, I don't. I, so too. I think I was confused what Janie was going to do actually when I yeah. first watched. Uh, really I think Janie was going to send. Uh, I had the send. I had the feeling that Janie was going to send home Juju B if it was going to be her. I had the feeling that Pangina was going to send home Jimbo because I think Pangina legitimately had a lot of empathy for what GGB was going through. Truly. I don't think, like, I don't think any decision that she makes was going to be a a strategy thing. I think it was this truly her opinion. I don't know. I could be reading her completely wrong, but that's what I thought. Yeah, and I mean, it could, yeah, her opinion could have just been based of what she thought in this challenge overall as well. Mm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We, can I, can I just call this out? Even in times of strife, I love that Jimbo stayed in her pose <laughs> that whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and Jujube is standing there just grasping her plastic pool noodle <laughs> <laughs> let it get swept away mate no one wants it 
I mean, Jimbo's just always in character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the lip sync's about to start. Now they start playing the, all right, now you've got a lip sync. And Janie GK looks very um, relaxed and, you know, cool, calm, whatever. Pangina has this face of like, okay, I'm going to kill everyone in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but she's like, okay, I'm ready to like do this. And I'm like, oh, Janie, don't worry about it. Just turn around. <laughs> I like both of their lip sync looks, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was but actually Pangina, kind of bored Pangina's with Pangina's is standout. Janie's was very 90s. So given that we were... It's better than what she wore on the runway. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was very 90s, her look. So I was like, okay, this is very appropriate for the tune. Yeah, Pangina both, yeah. obviously picked something so that she was like, well, it still needs to go with my makeup. Yeah, plus, yeah. Pangina just had a bunch of tricks on us under her sleeve. <laughs> So were That's you like life. me and lost your shit when this started playing? <laughs> this is this is a fun one because I actually I find I, I I find the Venka Boys really annoying nowadays when I hear it. But this <laughs> lip sync made me like the song again. <laughs> I have very fond memories of this song now. Um, Lauren, my best friend, as you know, she doesn't like dancing. Doesn't like dancing. <laughs> she's not a very extroverted person <laughs> but I'll never forget at um my wedding they started playing this and she ran over to me with a cocktail in her hand so drunk and she's like this is the best music ever like so masculine <laughs> and then just started dancing the fuck to this song <laughs> and so now whenever I hear it that's all I think of <laughs> <laughs> Just her losing her mind. Um, I lost my mind watching this lip sync. <laughs> Pangina killed like, Janie GK. This is insanely good lip sync. She, yeah. I she's wish. I wish that Janie GK. Look, I, I think the fact, look, going back to All Stars 108, I think it was All Stars 6. I think. I don't know. What was the last one? All Stars 6? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I think it's an injustice that Pangina didn't get her own lip sync hour special like Silky Minaj, like Silky Nutmeg Minaj <laughs> did. I mean, I feel like the mo- the moment like Pangina let the stream streamer out, it was, like you may as well just walk off the stage. Oh, like, I thought the moment that they were like, "You must lip sync," and they flipped. Like, yeah, I'm like, "Oh, it's done." <laughs> Get off the stage! Get that girl off the stage! No, it was it was so perfect. Like the moment she let that streamer out there, and then she just and then she like she she was like she just kept going. It was one of those great like um that like that great that great lip sync from um season thirteen yeah season thirteen. What's her name? Ice Skater one. (laughs) (laughs) Denali. Denali, yeah. That, that that great moment of just like she's dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's dead. You can stop. <laughs> she just keeps going, now. doing a backflip, giving us hair. <laughs> stop! Stop! Hip. He's already dead. He's already dead. 
Um, <laughs> I think Jimbo knew that she was going to get sent home. Did you get that vibe? Because when Pangina oh. pulled her lipstick out, Jimbo was kind of just smiling like, yeah, I know that was, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was so sad though. Look, I love Ooh. Pangina. Um, I wish she hadn't have sent Jimbo home. I don't I think Jimbo should have gone home. I think the winner was either going to be Jimbo or Pangina. So I guess now it's going to be Pangina and everyone else just should just get up and turn and go home. But yeah, but I mean, no, no hate, no hate to Pangina though. Like it's a competition. Oh no, of course not. Look, I, I think that's truly. I think she sent her home because she's like, I don't think she did the best in the challenge, which I agree. Um, but I don't think it was really her fault. So I guess it's like you know, I guess performance is subjective. Um, do I think that she sent her home because she's a threat? I, I don't think so. I don't think so, but I'm not going to rule it out. I don't know what she was thinking at the time. Yeah. Because can Juju do better? Fuck yeah, she can. So, you know, she wasn't lying. She wasn't smoking, you know, she wasn't, you know, I don't know. Insert yeah. expletive slur thing. <laughs> yeah, and they only gave them two options this time. Mm. Yeah, it sucks. I um the Jimbo, as per usual, has the best um run like the best lines. And I, I got very sad when she was like, I wish I could have been a better little dog, because then it just made me think of that time that my dog peed on the carpet last week. And was very sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just empathise with it because I have a dog. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Panjana. You mole. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for an iconic lip sync. Oh yeah, look, I look, I I'm I'm Team Panjana every day of the week. <laughs> yeah. Do I have to agree with her decisions? No, but I respect her decisions. Yeah, because I'm a pangina a, ally. It's a competition. Like it's, yeah, where the queens have to choose who they're eliminating. It's like yeah. you're not always going to agree no. with, who, with who they get rid of. No, I guess you know there's Whether people it's strategy that... or not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is the first. This is the first week of people being like. I mean, this is just a week. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is just a week where people are going to say, Naomi, the doors I've opened. <laughs> <laughs> not preempting anything at all. Because <laughs> we're totally not recording this in arrears. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to no happen. No idea what's going to happen next. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I haven't even watched today's episode. <laughs> I have Say nothing. I never do. It's always you. It's not me. <laughs> I do not. Bitch. No, <laughs> Bitch. I didn't mean to. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I do have to trot off. Oh, my God. That was, like, perfect timing. Because I think these yeah, people... Have... 
yeah, I think these people are coming over at like, they said four, but I'm hoping that won't happen. I've cleaned the house because I know Adrian is very proud and wants to like walk them through the house. Mm. And I'm just like, okay. Oh, I'm, I have news. We yeah. ordered a dining table. Oh, yeah, so you were selling the other one, that's right. Yeah, a scammer tried buying it. Well, someone, a scammer posing as a potential buyer um, contacted me. I got excited for half a minute, but then I'm like, no, nah, this is a scam. Mm. That's all right. I know we're not going to get $1,000 for it. I've only put it up for that much because the table was originally purchased for about six and a half, seven thousand dollars I didn't buy it. Did I tell you the story about the table? I don't remember. I don't know. I'll tell you. <laughs> you got no choice. I got to tell you. Yes. So before my parents broke up, they owned like five and a half acres out near Camden, like Cobbity area. And the plan was they were going to build, but obviously because my dad was fucking batshit crazy, my mum never went ahead with signing documents to actually go through with the actual construction and all this sort of stuff. Um, she was kind of just leading him down the stupid decision. But anyway, she was kind of leading him down the garden path until she could get enough money or whatever to leave. But anyway... So my dad was obviously very physically and emotionally abusive, but he, um, and some of those things included, he would just accuse my mom of having a gambling addiction and gambling away all our money. But then he would like go and drop $500 on a pair of pants or $300 on a pair on a shirt or, you know, $7,000 on a fucking dining table. Like the table was so expensive that we couldn't even afford chairs to go with it. So before they broke up, we we had this dining table in our house, just sitting in a corner, couldn't use it <laughs> because, you know, that was meant to be for the new house and all this other stuff. Like it literally just got delivered and mum's like, what's this? And he's like, it's a dining table. It was on special for $500. And then we saw the price tag and obviously mum checked the bank statement and she's like, it was $7,000 for this table. <laughs> and then he, like, when he left, he didn't really, he didn't take it. So we ended up with the table and that was our dining table for ages. And then when mum bought her house in Wollongong and I moved to the apartment um, and I was looking at furniture, she's like, oh, look, the dining table's not going to fit in my house, which it wouldn't because her house is like configured a bit differently. Um, so she's like, so you can take the dining table because it'll fit perfect in your apartment. So that's what happened. So I ended up with the table because it it fit. And I was like, okay, whatever. And But I've wanted to get rid of it for ages because I'm just like, it always makes me think of my dad. And now that it's in this house, it actually doesn't fit that great. I think because like, you know, how the new house is wide, like it's wider, which means that like a lot of the split, like, a lot of the spaces, they're a bit more square. So yeah. we've been on the hunt for a square dining table because we still want like an eight seater. But like if you get like a rectangle, it's not going to quite fit. And that table's so fucking massive. Um, I saw this dining table in Har at Harvey, this dining set in Harvey Norman before Christmas, like around about Black Friday sales. 
And I loved it. I loved it. But the only problem that I foresaw was that it's, they call it like a high dining table. So they're more, it's more like sitting at a bar. Like you don't sit down into the chair. You kind of like sidestep into the chair, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Cause I think it's like 12 centimeters taller or something. And I thought that would be really impractical and uncomfortable and whatever. And so we didn't even bother like sitting on it or anything. And I kept on going back and looking online to see if they were going to re- like bring in like a, um, like a lower model. And they, they bought in like a lower rectangle version, but not like a lower square one. We are at Harvey Norman the other day and I was being sulky and I sat at the table. Oh my God, it is so comfortable. I felt like my back was so well supported. My knees weren't sore. Like at the moment, me sitting on a chair, like the dining table, I haven't sat on it for ages because the chairs are not comfortable. But also no matter what chair I use, my knees just they're so sore. I think it was my feet are like on the concrete. You know what I mean? Like everything's just touching and nothing relaxes. And I always slouch because I'm not comfortable to sit back and blah, 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 blah. But yeah. And I said to Adrian, I'm like, oh my God, this table is so comfortable. The chairs are so comfortable. And we even tried, um, they had like the lower version of the chairs. We sat on them at like another table and they weren't as comfortable. And then I called my chiropractor and I asked him and he's like, that would actually be a great solution because you're always going to be in like the perfect posture and you're always going to be able to stretch your legs or rest your legs or, you know, whatever. So he bloody ordered it and it's apparently coming on Saturday. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. I, I wish I'd said today just because we've got people coming over because one of the chairs is broken. So we've only got seven of the white chairs and one of them is very uncomfortable. And so I'm going to have to bring down like the car, like the black chairs. So I've got more chairs because I thought it was just Adrian's parents. He's... Good chat, Sean. Good chat, Mel.